Welcome to our Reflection on Sunday for Pentecost. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis, and I'm outside today. Because as we think about the reality of Pentecost, we think about the greater outside world that God is stirring us to go out and serve. We think about the places that are outside of our church building that is inspiring us with stories and lives that God wants us to go out and interact with. We think about the places that are outside of our own personal being and outside of our own personal understanding that God wants us to go out and interact with and have experiences with so that we can become more aware of the greater needs and more importantly, become involved with some beautiful celebrations that we would not even be aware of without our willingness to step outside, either outside of our building or outside of our own personal understanding. As we meet this moment of celebration of Pentecost, I feel we are inspired to step outside. On Sunday, I used these imageries of John Wesley, and I want to address them again because it becomes an understanding of what happens when we become too dependent on what is inside, what is inside of ourselves and our own personal understandings and our own personal uh, task that we feel is the X, Y, and Z of completing things what it means to be inside of our church and holding on to our own church's ideals. And we begin to have to evaluate who is being left out because of those things. Today, I want to look at John Wesley's journey one more time and look at the ways that through John Wesley's journey, he began to understand what it means to be an individual who needed to look outside. Let's look at the very early stages of John Wesley's life, and let's look at the faith culture that he grew up in. John Wesley's first path of ministry was inside the Church of England, and being in the Church of England, there was this idea. There was this ideal thought that the message of the gospel was something that they needed to bring people into the cathedrals to hear and into the cathedrals to receive. It was a message so special and so sacred that they needed to have people come into a sacred, holy environment so that they could truly be touched by the message that they were sharing. John Wesley, growing up with this idea and growing up within this structure, John Wesley becomes an individual who has to create a structure around the practice of his ministry so that individuals can have something to come into so that they can receive the care of Jesus Christ. Now, within doing this, and I, I'm going to be very cautious as I share this, within doing this, John Wesley does begin to address an outside need. John Wesley begins to see the orphans, the children who have lost their parents from one reason or another, malnourishment, 
uh, diseases that there weren't medications for yet, are just not being able to afford to care for all of their children. There was an outside need that existed that John Wesley wanted to care for. So before I move into the next statement, that is a reality that exists in it. But John Wesley's focus was building a structure. And it was a structure of care for these individuals, but that structure of care was too much structured around the ideal of bring people inside, get them inside, bring them to this holy place, because it is the only place that they can receive the message. There are readings that I have done that John Wesley's ministry was more faith-focused than care-focused, and that's just from readings, and I'm sure that there's disagreements, Pastor Drew Davis at gmail.com, but there are readings that I went through that John Wesley's original structure was so faith and faith instructional focus for that, for the orphanage, it's why that it wasn't as successful and fruitful as John Wesley would have desired. There was a missing element for it. Bringing people in, sharing them the message that exists in this structure, but not reaching outside of that structure and truly becoming the caregivers of the need. It's come here. Hear what I have to share with you. Hear me instruct you to the path of salvation and not enough of the, wow, you really need a place that will love you, clothe you, feed you, and give you a place to sleep. It was the lacking of the out in the readings that I've read that had John Wesley discouraged within that moment. It becomes this journey back to the American colonies that John Wesley begins to truly understand what it means to look outside of himself to receive a message of care and guidance. There's no place more clearer than this ship journey back with the Moravian worshipers. Because we have this moment that John Wesley has an inward fear, an inward worry of dying on this ship journey back to England. And it's that inward fear and that inward worry, am I going to survive this? That John Wesley's heart begins to crack because he sees another collection of individuals looking outside of themselves. It's not the, am I going to be okay? Am I going to survive the inward fear that John Wesley dealt with? But it's the outward songs of praise and prayers that he saw in the worshipers on the other side of the ship, stirring his heart to realize that if we continue to look outside of ourselves, we can begin to see hope and opportunity. That stirs even further. John Wesley gets to worship. He's sitting in the back row of Aldersgate Church. He hears this message that stirs his heart even more. 
that inspires him to continue to look outside of his own personal understanding, to have a new image and a new focus on this God that exists outside of him, that thrives outside of him, that his heart becomes strangely warmed, and then we finally meet the pinnacle of being outside, that he no longer just proclaims at his path as a, as a priest in the Church of England. John Wesley utters the words, the world is my parish, and his focus becomes so outward and so outside that he begins to do radical things that we still celebrate today. It's that continual look of looking outward that expands John Wesley's understanding of ministry. And it expands John Wesley's understanding of interacting with a world community. If the world is his parish, then he also understands that his responsibility is to share this loving gospel of grace with people that exist with opinions and viewpoints outside of his own understanding. Not agreeing what is inward in John Wesley. Not just agreeing what is inward and then constructed John Wesley, but willing to step outside of those ideals to be a caregiver for the greater world. As we talked about on Sunday morning, that's, that's where this truly powerful moment with the leadership of Asbury and Coke going to the American colonies to open the doors of interacting with the Holy Spirit, opening the doors of having a religious connection that existed outside of the Church of England. John Wesley looked outside of his political ideas. John Wesley looked outside of his loyalty to the king. John Wesley looked outside of his loyalty to the Church of England that he was adored, ordained in as a faith leader. And through his willingness of looking outside of those things, John Wesley opened the door to have an interaction with the Holy Spirit that helped other people step outside of their disagreement and anger with the Church of England and still have a way to connect to the greater faith through the guidance of this spiritual practice of interacting with the Holy Spirit. I want us to hold on to those things because we see far too frequently within our world a collection of individuals a collection of friends who are stuck inside of themselves. We exist in a culture that is stuck inside of our own political ideas. We exist in a culture that is stuck inside our own personal understanding and interpretation of Scripture. We exist in a culture that is stuck inside of our houses that are built as hard houses that can easily tumble if one part slips away. 
because we are so stuck inward that if one thing doesn't fit into the boxes that we've constructed, we our boxes either fall apart and we don't know where we are, or we shun and push away and we put a lid on our box and never allow ourselves to have an understanding of what is moving and stirring outside of us to have a connection with that spirit. I want us to pray about this. This is direly important to me that we pray about this because we exist in a messy, messy world. We exist in a place that has conflicts and worries that exist that we either stay inside and only hear the voices that agree with us, that only expands the separation, that only feeds hurts and feeds angers that go out and attack the things outside of us. We exist in that world. We no longer exist in a place that has the middle ground where that we can come and talk and have a civilized conversation because the majority of us are stuck inside. I want us to pray hard about stepping outside. I want us to pray hard about stepping outside of our ideas, about stepping outside of our understandings, of being the one like Jesus Christ who ate with sinners and prostitutes and everybody that was shunned by those living within their structures and to be willing to interact and listen and step outside of ourselves to hear their stories. I want us to be the Good Samaritan. The Good Samaritan becomes this parable that is an example of an individual that's willing to step outside of himself to be a caregiver. We have the political leader that is stuck inside his passion of power that he cannot step outside to care. We have an image of the religious leader that is stuck outside of inside, that is stuck inside of living this idealistic lifestyle that brings no question of his testimony that he does not step outside to be a caregiver. But then we have this image of the Samaritan who steps outside culture, steps outside his testimony, who steps outside of every box that's ever been constructed so that he can become the image of a true neighbor and be the true caregiver when the person didn't get the help from the political leader who should be caring for him, and when the person didn't get help from the faith leader who should be caring for him. We still get this image from Christ's parable of an individual that's willing to step outside to be the caregiver. I want us to hold on to that. As we celebrate Pentecost from Sunday, as we celebrate Pentecost, we are celebrating a God that stepped outside of the realm of glory. We are celebrating a God that stepped outside 
of power and strength. We are celebrating what the Apostle Paul proclaimed as an individual who stepped outside and humbled himself into the image of humanity, even to the point of death, to death on a cross. As we celebrate Pentecost, we are celebrating the God that stepped outside. And through the guidance of the Holy Spirit, hopefully that we too are receiving the call to step outside of our understanding so that we can go forth and be the caregivers for the world and the world can truly become our parish. Thank you for being with this conversation with me outside. And I pray that we all step outside of ourselves. We step outside of our personal understandings so that we can truly exist in a world that the world is our parish. May the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My name is the Reverend Michael Drew Davis. God is love. Amen. We'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you. Please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.